So we, I have uh, an Echo Dot, and I have it set to respond to computer. Hmm. And I learned that Captain Picard can turn it on, but it doesn't <laughs> know anything about the Klingon legal system. I saw that. That was cute. Welcome. No, that's awful. Let's <laughs> never do that. Holy shit. Hello. Hello. Please. Was that your like porn voice? You don't want to hear my porn it voice. Puts I kind of in the do. I feel like you've heard it. Whenever I get sick, it's, it gets all sultry and raspy. And you're like, I'm going to suck your cock. <laughs> Always. Hello. hello. No, I can't Sorry. say hello today. Hello. Yikes. Say howdy instead. Good talk. Hello, computer. Uh, this is. A star to steer her by. That's the name ah! of the fucking podcast. This is this, Ames Trek. This is Ames Trek. A podcast podcast. A Ames to star her I'm by. I'm into Jake. What the hell is going on? Uh, anyway, keep all that. It's it's fantastic. We're here on episode, I think, 88. Is that Sounds right? right? Woo! Woo! Yes, 88. I'll, I'll woo anything, so... When this baby hits 88 episodes, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> Well, we saw some some serious shit this week. This week we see Sins of the Father and Allegiance, both season three episodes of The Next Generation. Sins of the Father, if I can synopsize. Our new friend, Klingon Commander Kern, comes aboard as first officer, officer on an exchange <laughs> program, like how Riker had done earlier. He's being all Klingon all over the bridge, all over the, the, the everyone. Wesley's concerned. Everyone's clean. concerned. What? A little clingy. Yeah, no. Everyone's concerned, like, man, he's not doing Starfleet right. He's doing it too Klingon. We're really concerned. But he's giving Worf so much fucking leeway. What's up with that? And what's up with that is he eventually reveals to Worf that I'm actually, dun, 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 your father. No, that's a lie. Gasp! No, that's impossible! It's impossible because he's actually Worf's brother, <gasps> long lost. Gasp! Just as Gasp, Kern is his brother, and he's there to tell Worf that their father, Moog, who died in the Kittimer massacre, is being charged as a traitor by this asswipe Duras. Duras is trying to convince everyone that Moog conspired with the Romulans or the Russians, one of them, and told them what to how to like blow up Kinemer or something, and that's how Kinemer exploded. And Worf has to go to to Kronos. We finally get to see Kronos. Worf Worf's over there and says <laughs> I'm going to stand to this trialy thing in the Klingon Great Hall. It's very, very toplit here. It's a very, very toplit world. Uh, the planet of shouting, I called it. <laughs> And I'm going to stand up for my father so that there is there is honor in this family. And everyone's telling Worf, like, Worf, you, you don't got to do this, bro. You can continue doing your Starfleet thing, and we don't care, and you don't care, and it's fine. And Worf's like, no, I am Worf. I have to do this thing because <laughs> honor and Klingon stuff that I've read about in a book somewhere. <laughs> uh, oh, no, my brother, my brother Kern just got attacked a little bit, but he's okay. <laughs> Picard, how about how about you jump on as my second for this this trialy thing? And Picard says, "Yes, I will do that thing because more honor. So much honor in this episode." And then he spoke Klingon, and he, it was hilarious. It was nice. I liked it. We'll get to that. And Picard and uh, goes and meets up with Kaleste, Worf's old nanny, who no one knew survived the massacre yeah. at Kinemar. Yeah, if, if this episode Somehow, taught us anything, is that Klingons don't keep good records. No, like Riker figured it out. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there somehow. Again, no, we're... Crusher figured it out. Crusher figured it out? Yeah. Thank God he was oh, here. Oh, must have been the DNA evidence on this crime scene. <laughs> so they go visit Kaylest, and she's like, oh, no, I can't tell anybody about what happened because, you know, I'm supposed to be dead, and I don't know how I've been living for the past 20 years. Shrug, LOL. <laughs> um, but then Worf, nope. Picard, that's the, that's the one. Data... Picard gets attacked by some thugs, which I'm pr- well, I'm pretty sure Kalos hired herself, but we'll get we'll we'll, th- we'll speak on this. And Picard has to fight his way out until Kalos helps and says, "Okay, maybe I will help you." I'll, and go to this thing and say, "Well, no, Moog is innocent." And everyone's like, "Oh, for the love of God!" Mm-hmm. Our our, our Kempek, as I think how Kempec. to say Kempek. 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 
Kempek. Kempek? Yes. The Klingon, Klingon Chancellor is trying to convince Worf to just fucking leave. <laughs> Worf, take a thousand hints and do a thing. <laughs> like, how many times do we have to tell you? Because apparently what the problem was, it was actually Duras's father who, who was the fucking traitor. But if anyone finds out that it was actually Duras's father that did the bad, the bad bad, there could be civil war because his family is all big and powerful and gets really pissed easily. Can, can I just very quickly summarize all that real quick? So Duras, who's kind of in charge, was collaborating, or colluding, I should say, with the Romulans, but they got everyone distracted with Moog's emails. <laughs> oh, wow. That seems you wait right. far off. Lock him up! Never mind, he's dead. Yeah. And they basically, they tell Worf, like, this fucking whole thing was decided before you got here. There's no way you're you're leaving alive. And Worf says, well, what if I decide to live but as a dishonored something or other and I renounce my honor and leave and everyone thinks I'm a coward? And they're like, you, you do that? What's wrong with you? He's like, yeah, I'll do that, sure. Truly a fate worse than death. Yeah, and that's what he does. And then they leave and it's weird. Rawr! Yeah, the ending was weird. The ending was weird. We'll get to the ending. In Allegiance, Picard's taken a nap uh, in his special tanning bed machine, which comes and scans him, and then he does a cool vanishing effect. And he wakes up in this weird tube, <laughs> this tube room, with, tube. with some new friends to make out with. Ooh. We meet Starfleet Cadet Harrow, who is a Bolarian. Bolian. Bolian. That's the... Sure. She's she was a Bolian. Very... The makeup on her was quite interesting. Mm. We had lots of good makeup in this weird little room. Bolians have a butt crack that runs head to toe. Yeah. That doesn't like a... It's a seam. What? What is a butt crack but a seam? Not a seam. It's a, a it's butt a, crack it's like a is, a, is a cleft. Anyway. We meet we meet Hera, who's a Bolian. We meet Kova Thal, who's a Mizarian. He's a misery, all right. Because uh, a Mizarian love company. Uh, and we meet our new, our newest friend, Esok from Shalnoth, who's a big dick. Looks suspiciously like a, uh, what's their fucks? Nausicaan? Nausicaan, yeah. Nausicaan? The, the guys that stabbed Picard through the heart. Oh, they haven't actually shown them yet. Have they not shown it on screen any Yeah, no, that's no, the thing. I think fan. when they design the Nausicaans later, they're just like, like, no one remembers the Chaldeans or whatever the fuck we called them. So we meet all our new friends, and they're trying to figure out why they're all in this room together with, you know, these disgusting food cylinders that keep popping out and a door that doesn't seem to open. Urinal ever. cakes. They urinal did cakes. kind of look oh, like. Yeah. A urinal cake made of a ring pop, though. Mm. Juicy jewel of flavor. Was it Was it hard, or was it like gelatinous? It looked like it was hard. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was, it was like, like gel. I thought it was a hardish gel. I mean. Like congealed something. Picard took a bite out of it, so it can't have been that hard. Mm. I mean, you could probably take a bite out of a bar of soap if you wanted to. Well, I would say it maybe is like soap consistency, like glycerin soap. Anyway. Anyway. No, but wait. Did 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 he also hate it? Did everyone hate the food? It just wasn't. He, it was edible, but not very tasty. Because I know the bone. No, the Blur. other one. Uh, no, the Chelnoth. The one with the, the two teeth. Ang- he uh, he tried it and was like. <laughs> yeah. No, he said it was poisonous to him. That was a, he literally couldn't eat it. All right, we're getting we're getting into the yeah, that's into oh, fine synopsis. Detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Synopsis. Well, the, the synopsis will never end as it never does. We're trying to figure out why we're in this room together. Uh, Picard is doing the captain thing, no matter how how he tries not to, and trying to figure out how to how to make all the people do what he wants. Maybe if we try to open this door machine instead of trying to eat each other, that'd be nice. <laughs> Much like the problem I have with this table every so often. I'm going to input some prime numbers into this computer to show that we're intelligent. That'd be, that's kind of that's a good idea, actually. I like that idea. Eventually, Picard learns that, gasp, this is hell the whole time. No, this <laughs> is actually, um, it's an experiment by this alien creature who wants to see what leadership is like. All at the same time, they also had a fake Picard on the Enterprise doing very fake Picard things that were actually still fairly in character. Like, he hits on Bev, because he, he always hits on Bev. He bangs Crusher. Well, it makes oh, sense, yeah. because fake Picard had all of real Picard's memories. Mm-hmm. So, But um, also, like, saying a she-shanty? She, she-shanty? She yeah, but not. But they had to, like, approximate the personality, I think. Because yeah. all they had was the memories, so... Yeah. 
But eventually the rest of the crew figures out something is wrong with Picard. Let's do the thing that we're supposed to do in this case and fucking mutiny. And they do until the whole reveal happens in Picard's side of the plot and everyone all comes together as one but then Picard realizes wait if we just trap these aliens in a beam and let them see what it's like to be in a cage then they won't do it anymore and maybe that's what happens because they leave the end I think that's about right so sins of the father so Klingon sins of the father so here here's the thing that is unimportant that I loved all the red lighting Kalist or whatever. I just kept hearing Kalis, and I was like, that's an ostentatious name. Kalis. Uh, she, she's got that, Jesus. like, furry, like, housecoat thing. Like, it didn't seem like it would be out of place on an old woman on Earth. But then if you see her from behind, it's still got the big metal oh, yeah, spine cover, like, the armor. That's it's so like, no that's one can amazing. stab her in the back, yeah, which is what she does later that, herself. Yeah, like a, yeah those, those assassins, man, they got whooped by an old lady and a middle-aged human. That's why I almost have a feeling, like, I, for some reason, my first thought was Kayless hired these guys to see if Picard was honorable Worthy. enough mm. for her to help him. I'm sure that's not what happened, but it's no, where my mind wanted to go. Because, like, I do kind of like you hire that. guys specifically to get killed? The thing is, like, if who would take that job? Well, they well, don't no, know. You would hire us, uh, hire guys to kill a Starfleet captain? Duras would. Dura- cap- well, Duras is an idiot, then. Yeah. He deserves to get himself we, killed. You don't just hire guys to kill a Starfleet captain. You hire guys to kill the captain of the Federation flagship. I like, mean, but like, I mean, he's out wandering around in the shitty part of town. Klingon homeworld. It'll make it look like a robbery. So Sprinkle some crack on him. So Klingons, right? And maybe I should have had this conversation ages ago, but it never occurred to me, but Klingons don't actually seem to care about honor except for Worf. Yeah, that's exactly true. Because it's like their whole government is super... That's true. It's a Moog thing. Yeah. But like the whole (laughs) government is super corrupt. And they're also, you know, we love honor. But we also love cloaking devices, which seems contradictory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you I th- sound like John Hurley just then, a little bit. Hmm. I think a recurring theme that we'll discover throughout Star Trek, throughout DS Nine as well, is that like that's actually largely true. Like Worf, despite having been raised by humans, I mean, he's like he's like the guy that never went to church but read the Bible I was just religiously say- and yeah. like learned. Everything about it. He can and actually then, like, list all those like bagats that yeah. even the Pope probably doesn't. And have then memorized. he shows up at a, at a at a mass and like sees what actual Catholics are like, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Um, the, uh, Don't anyone shake my hand during the handshaking ceremony. And really, in a way that, you know, because I think a lot of people, I know we harp on this a lot, but I don't care. You know, people like to bitch that the culture of the Klingons in Discovery seems wrong. But really, in a way, it's the same damn thing. You've got Takuvma, who seems to be very old-fashioned. Voch, who's very dedicated. And Laurel, who all sort of hold these older ideals. And then the rest of the Empire is just kind of like, we're going to steal your shit. And, you know, once this war's over, we're probably just going to go back to fighting each other. So, Second. Yeah. Yeah, no, Klingons definitely do not give off a vibe of uh, honor yeah, not most really. of the time we see them, and especially in their political dealings. Again, it's, you know, it's probably one of those same things, you know, to, to make a, a contemporary analogy, you know. Where, Us, never. Uh, you know, where you have the hypocrisy of, of political parties, and, you know, they want... They distract, you know, oh, it's a matter of honor, it's a matter of honor. Yeah. But, you know, in pretending, reality... Pretending that we're a Christian nation while allowing yeah. allowing children to be traumatized and kept in cages. Yeah, or the anti-gay guy who tried to pick up a hooker in an airport bathroom. Yeah, I mean, that's But like, he wasn't gay. That's a tale as old as time, He had time, a wide though. stance. It's a tale as old as time, though. It's always, yeah. it's always people who are like, oh, being gay is evil... That are like definitely getting fucked in the butt on the DL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no, like, like you know, I mean, not that we've seen a ton of this movie. We had the TOS Klingons, which are their own special thing, anyway. The movie Klingons, like, again, they just mostly seem to be like, yeah, well, you have we've seen crew, crew who is like just a megalomaniac. Yeah, the guy from Five who's a twit, and yeah. then uh, Chang and Six who's 
so desperate to to not have peace with with anyone that he conspires with humans and Romulans and Shakespeare and Shakespeare and doesn't seem to recognize the irony. Yeah, I mean, it would have been funny if they had made that character an, an ancestor of Duras. That would mm. be funny. That, they, that they would had, be too much. They had an ancestor of Worf in that movie. True. Um, yeah, that was dumb. I actually, it's funny. I um, wasn't also played by Michael. Of course, Thorne. it was because yeah. they wanted they wanted the TNG yeah, crowd to come different, see the movie. Different ridges. I mean, for a second until they did a close up on him, I thought the uh, chancellor there was just the 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 actor from Five with different ridges, not the kid. Oh, like, the old guy. The old he guy was that's... the actor from Five with different ridges. It was. Yeah, that was Charles Cooper. Oh shit! <laughs> nice. His ridges look like he should have been a fucking like. What is the word I'm looking for? Transformer. Yeah, no, it have like some pretty sick ridges. Like, it, maybe it's the, the guys with the big ridges get to the the, maybe. the top spot. Well, also like his had like been completely shattered and then just healed weird. Oh, maybe. maybe Duras he had cosmetic is, surgery. Duras's ridges made him look like, and I had to look up this fucking dinosaur name because I yes, forgot, the one with a the Pachycephalosaurus. <laughs> is that the one that has like the kind of um? He was like, he got a bony head. Yeah, plate. yeah, 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 yeah. Which uh, I read, or, which I read, or, are not for headbutting. They're more for for decoration and probably mating. Wait, don't they think like it may have affected their call or something? Like air might have gone through. Was that oh, a different one? That might be a different no, one. Don't quote no. me. I didn't. I didn't look that part up. Yeah, I think some of them had elaborate heads that they initially thought were for like combat. Actually, had to do with they probably would have been hollow. So is that the, is that the same thing with Klingons then? That would be hysterical. I would kind of love it if it was, you Some know. Some of them seem to have hollow heads. <laughs> Kern. Duras. No, Kern was good. I Kern. <laughs> With an emphasis Duras on Dur. Duras is just doing it all wrong. So. And he only happens to have a great family. To well, see, that's thing. He doesn't have to do it right because he's such a he's like, snivelly he's like little shit. He's like Don Jr. Yeah. He can do everything wrong and still not get in trouble. Yeah, it's like, astounding. Fuck you. So, I may have brought this up before, but it's something I've thought about before. How uh, are there still so many Klingons when they keep killing each other? Well, there's that. <laughs> Um, but there's also, like, do we think that there is a racial element in, yeah, you in, have in this, this whole anti-House anti House of Moog thing? Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that ages ago, but yeah, this is, like, now we're actually here. Because, like, we have, like, so Kern and Worf are both black. So, so we, they're played by black actors. Yeah, and they're also much darker skinned. Are they much a lot more than the other Klingons. Well, they didn't have to get well, made up. What was uh, Worf's brother's name? Kern. Kern. Yeah, he was. He seemed like pretty dark. Well, he's the Candyman. He played the Candyman in that movie. Candy Never seen Man. it. It's a good horror movie. Oh no, thank you. You like horror movies? Not a lot. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they're, they're, you know, so they're they're obviously they're played by black actors, and I pr- always presume that the intention was that they were. Black, as opposed to the other Klingons who. Were I mean, really, the intention brown. is they have to use less makeup on them. So. Well, I don't know because I, I yeah. But anyway, so my thinking is like maybe like light skinned Klingons. Yeah, light skinned Klingons are like dark skinned Don't like uh, like they don't like the fact that these up jumped Moog boys have. Uh, they love honor so much. It's in their fucking family motto. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I always kind of wonder that if there was. If it was intentional on the part of the producers that the the you know the House of Moog, who's being persecuted all the time, just happens to be some of, some actors. of the few black Klingons mm. that we see. Interesting, probably. Yeah. yeah, it's really really tough for Worf. Like like I, I read and I haven't seen a whole lot of the the rest of the se- the series. Obviously, Tukuma like, was also black. Thanks, Jake. Sorry, just uh, realizing that. That this is kind of the turning point of Worf's character, mm. in that we can. This is the first time we see a, a, an incident that has repercussions series wide. Mm. Of every other episode, like, you know, we'll never hear about Lol again. We'll never hear about. I mean, we almost never hear about Jack Crusher. I can't believe mm. we're hearing about Lol today. <laughs> this this, this storyline that starts here really doesn't end until the final season of DS9. Damn. Really? Um, that's, that's, like, there's... Do they get Kern back? Oh, yeah, Kern comes back. Oh, sweet. I liked him. Um, I liked him, too. The yeah, candy. But, yeah, but, like, this whole Worf and his position in the Klingon hierarchy, uh, like, doesn't, like, it just keeps, it keeps coming up, and, like, just when you think, just when you think he's back in, they pull me back out. 
sort of the opposite of the yes. famous quote. I thought you were going to say just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Sure, just when you think it was safe to go back in the Sonos. <laughs> Klingon sharks? Oh, God. They're just, they're just regular sharks, but ridgy. Ridgy, yeah. <laughs> like those basking sharks. They have a serrated... Uh... Have you seen the goblin shark? The thing is terrifying. No, I have not seen a goblin uh, shark. The one with the nose? Yeah. Mm. Is that the one with the nose? So I looked up the guy that played current, Tony Todd, and I was like, immediately, like, he's fucking familiar. And he was in The Rock. He was, um... The Rock the, movie. The actor? <laughs> the, the, oh, boy. Uh, the movie about, um, about Alcatraz? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was Ed Harris's, like, first lieutenant. Okay? I think she found a picture We're looking of at sharks. Why the fuck does that exist? Because the ocean is a terrifying place. Well, so this is the first one I saw. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, he, no, Tony Todd's been in a bunch of stuff. He's like yeah, and he's actor. actually, he's going to appear in Star Trek series as characters other than Kern as well. Yeah, he plays, well, I won't, I won't spoil who he plays, but um, he, plays, uh, he plays an important character. That's the Return of Law. <laughs> Father, I want to be a man this time with a booming voice that you can kind of feel in the your tailbone and, mm. it, and it makes you feel things that you're not sure about. In your tailbone? Among other places near the tailbone. Ooh. Anyway, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about oh, the whole wharf plot and how his family got fucked over entirely as a ruse. Yeah, no, it kind of sucks. It really sucks. Well, we learned that. Here's a question. Here's a question. Why did they have to point the blame at anybody? Was it like was it going to come out that it was Jaros's dad? Well, because the yeah, intelligence well, so, yeah. had been discovered. Yeah, so okay. that was a thing. The they uh, Klingon crew evidently had captured a Romulan ship that had the okay. records. But they couldn't. They the the crew didn't know how to decode the access key. You know how to match the access key to a person, so they sent it back. And then obviously they discovered it was J Rod's. Uh, J Rod's. J Rod's access key. So then they're like, so well, they they bought they they're they like, well, the let's evidence. let's let's pin it on the dead guy whose son. Would we'll, never come out here. Would we'll never come out of the yeah, world. Yeah, there's no way he's more obsessed with our culture than we. Oh, fuck, he's here. Oh, he brought the Enterprise. Oh, he brought the captain. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> ooh. That's a lot of ooh. <laughs> ooh. So, no, he said, he brought the Enterprise. Some really old Klingon in the corner. Cat! No, no, not that one, you ass. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Damn you, Claw. All those, all, those, all those guys are still around. That's true. Do we see Claw again? No, I don't think we see Claw again. Good. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe in that rumored... Uh, Ghost of Krug. <laughs> that rumored uh, TNG sequel series they might be getting Stuart back for. I hope. He There's a lot of good Claw. options out there. Old Claw. Jesus. But yeah, no, it does. It definitely sucks. It's like they just sort of... It's like, okay, this powerful family needs to frame somebody. Mm. This asshole will never show up. And then he does. And it's just kind of like, we're going to shatter your beliefs about everything. Have fun with that. And there's some... some, Time to regret everything. We should probably speculate a little on how Klingon government works. Not well. And we will learn... More, but what some things that we know is that there are it is some kind of feudal system. There's be, yeah. there's great houses. There's a ruling council made up of the heads of those heads houses. Of the houses mm-hmm. yeah. So it's some kind of some kind of feudal thing. And you know, I think we'll also find out. And like when they say the House of Duras is powerful, they mean literally the House of Duras has its own military, like oh, its own yeah. ships and shit. So like oh, wow. you really don't want to piss off Duras or else. Yeah. Shit's gonna go. Which down. still, you know, works very much within sort of a feudal system. You would have individual lords yeah. who kind of got too big for their britches. Yeah, I think it's sort of like. Wait, so what happened to Kern's father? So he was the rat. Did he die in Kenimer too? What? I missed a. Th- I missed an element. Oh yeah, when did I say Kern? Yes. Oh, Gerard. Yeah, Duras's father. Yeah, I think he, they said I he was at Kenimer too. Proper nouns. I think yeah. I think he was. Yeah, I think he was killed at Kenimer. Because the, the Romulans. Don't leave fucking loose ends lying around. No, the yeah. Romulans. Well, they left the wharf. Guys, I don't know if you know, but they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> they, left, they left K Lest. Well, yeah, they probably. Yeah, they were more concerned about tying up the loose end of their specific collaborator than a child and a nanny. And like, what's interesting is so the the record of the record that the Klingons gave to. Federation to review mm-hmm. was forged. Like we yep. know that. 
began, but the only way we know that is that the time code at the start matched with the records from the, the intrepid. intrepid, but then at the end, by the end, it didn't match. Yes. So, I guess that I mean there is the proof that it was Gerard has been destroyed. Like that's probably gone at this point. Stupidly, data just like saved it to. Starfleet Wikipedia. It's just luckily no one has looked. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, like, there's no way to prove that it was Gerard. The only people that evidently know are Duras, Kempek, and evidently Picard and Worf and, mm-hmm. and, Kern. and Kern. Well, I think it's implicit that maybe other members of the council might be in on it, too. Yeah. Or even if they don't know the full details, they can probably guess. Yeah. There's also the, the honor... The Klingon honor code with, like, if your father commits a, a high crime... Seven generations Seven generations are, are... Like, and that was another thing, like, I didn't quite get. So, okay, if Worf had not brought the challenge, he would be okay. He just would have no honor. Right. If he did bring the challenge and lost, They'd he'd be executed. Ass. Yes. And what? consequently also have no honor. So what he ended up doing... Yeah, any any possible children of Worf would have no honor. Well, that was... Yeah, so... so but with what, Pulaski, what, what he ended up doing was... Stuff her with crumpets. Um, <laughs> kind of a plea deal. Yeah, but the plea deal was basically the same punishment as if he hadn't brought the challenge in the first place. True. But he brought the challenge thinking there was going to be a fair trial. Yeah. Because he's honorable. And there is a certain amount of, like, you know, how you, you probably can't feel too terribly dishonored having your honor stripped from you by dishonorable people. Does, uh, one thing I wondered is, would have, would accepting, so he makes it sound like, all right, if, if I'm executed and just, I, you know, that's, that work, that satisfies my punishment. But then I'm dead. But then I'm dead. Which Worf but was it, all about. But it, he, it'll serve your purpose more if I'm discommendated. Which makes it sound like the, the outcome of being discommendated is worse than the outcome for Worf of mm-hmm. being executed. So I wonder, like, maybe in the execution, like, honor is preserved somehow? Like... Maybe for the next six generations, anyway. Like, yeah, maybe you, uh, maybe you personally absorb all of the dishonor. Because I think, actually, I think what it is, I think discommendation doesn't just admit the, you know, isn't just like admitting the treason. I think maybe also it like strips the house of status. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. Like, it's it's got to be really fucking serious if Mm -hmm. it's like if they're like, yep, we're gonna kill you, and they're like, well, how about you don't kill me, and they're like, yeah. Let's do that. Maybe Klingons just aren't very smart. But yeah, it could be one, because I mean, you know, certainly in the real world, there are, like, the idea of you you commit, you know, like in Japan, they've got honor suicides, where it's like, all right, you'll be dead, but you'll also get your honor back by becoming dead. So yeah, maybe accepting the execution restores honor. Mm. Like you said, that that singular person absorbs it. I mean, we met, oh, I forget the Klingon who who Riker met while he was serving on the Pach. Oh, yeah. Who said his his father didn't die honorably and was living as an old man somewhere yeah. and, and fuck that noise. Yeah. And it's like, he could join a war and just go get killed and his honor would be back. It'd be fine. But yep. that's how you live. Yeah. Hmm. Some little Klingon at home trying to... Uh, Darling, what are you doing? I'm declaring war on these roaches! No, you're, it's just extermination. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I yeah, there was some theory I read somewhere that part of the Klingon, you know, that, that there's that there's other part. Like, we only ever see the ruling class, which is, you know, the warrior class, but there are... Like, Kalest. Kalest is not. Well, she's also <laughs> she an lives, old woman. She lives in the old side of town or wherever yeah. it's Well, yeah, but, but, like, there's but gotta, also there's she was, be like, like, a nanny at one point. There's gotta she be, like, Klingon like a... doctors and Klingon Bakers scientists. And yeah, like, waitresses. there's gotta be people there that are just <laughs> making that society possible. Eat your food! <laughs> I know. Sweetheart. <laughs> I mean, I Always know. Always tip your, your Klingon waitress. Need some more gawk, hun? <laughs> Let me just fill that up for you. Yeah, I think later, I think Enterprise plays with that idea a little. Klingon waitresses? No, no, oh. but like we other. Meet, we meet a Klingon scientist. We yeah, and Klingon and waitress porn. Definitely. Um, a Klingon, we definitely meet a Klingon lawyer, too. 
Yeah. Like, a, specifically a lawyer, and like, you know, where sort of Chang was standing in as a lawyer in Six, and Ward mm-hmm. was sort of being his own lawyer here. This guy, his whole job was just lawyer. Lawyering? Clinging. Yeah, and like, Kalar was a diplomat. Yeah. Yeah, but wasn't she also only half Klingon? True. Yeah, she may, she may have worked more for the Federation than the, the Empire. Well, she, I think, yeah, but she was the special attache. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She could attache my special any day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Klingon waitresses, Kern was not at all about the uh, the human food. <laughs> nope. I thought Riker did a whole lot better with the gach. He did. Well, I think I think because humans, and I don't mean anything by this, I think humans might be a little more polite <laughs> or a little more aware of their, I don't know, of their... Uh, of other people's feelings. I, well, I think also, if you were surrounded by a whole bunch of Klingons who are already pretty aggressive towards you, you would also pretend to love their food. Yeah, just smile you don't want them to like rip your asshole off. Yeah, but then, but I don't know. I Ouch. feel like Riker got up in their grills a couple times and they respected him for that. Well, yeah, but I think bitching about the food is like the one thing. Like, that's my mother's recipe. Well, that's God, how you dare get, you? Getting up in one's grill is to be expected. Mm. Whining about food is human. Yeah, that's like your little th- pussy. But that's what Kern was doing. Yeah, but he can do that because he's among humans. Uh, Riker was among Klingons. He knows he can get away. No one's going to stab him for it. No one's going to be like, what a pant, pits, the pots. I did like him wiping wiping the caviar on the the chicken. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. Thank you for all this filth. That actor. (laughs) This came from the sea, huh? He really, I think he played that part. Oh, I loved him. I thought he was wonderful. He was lovely. I loved, he had a a moment which reminded me very much of the show me your warrior fierceness back Mm. with uh, Lore, which was pretty sexy. Mm. Yeah, the, and like the the way he's so condescending to Worf. Yeah, like he's a total hard ass to everyone, and then to Worf that when he, they're showing him, like very good Worf, you did a good job. You can count to three. <laughs> no, that was perfect. You tied your shoes like a big boy today. No, no, they slip on. They slip on. Okay. I've never seen laces on Starfleet. Boots. And Worf's like, I wipe my own ass. <laughs> Says what? Asses. Yeah, oh. two asses for two dicks. Yeah. I don't know if that's how no. it works. Are they ever done? Okay, so wait, maybe they only have one vagina, so you can have a one in the pink, one in the stink okay, situation. Okay, this has gotten. This has gone this this place again. <laughs> As it always. No, does. we've never gone to the butt yet, Ames. <laughs> First time we've gone for the butt. At least with I the Klingons. Fairly certain you go for the butt every time. I mean, if I'm lucky, you know. What else did I? So this have? episode really didn't have a B plot. No. Like, I guess you consider, mm. consider like... The, Finding the, K-Lest. The B-plot was, like, the... Introduction. The intro with, yeah. with Kern. Well, that's just the first part of the plot. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, just chapter one. No. It's not a yeah. different plot. Well, there's a, there's a turn, and that's... Yeah, I would say, like, if you, if you watch the first ten minutes of this episode, you would have a totally different conception of what it's about than if you just watch the last half. Yeah. Mm. What yeah. a twist. Yeah, I will say this episode it won an Emmy for art direction for all the design work on Kronos. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, is this the first time we actually see Kronos? It is. Is it Kronos or Kronos? Kronos. Well, you it, just said the same thing twice. Kronos. No, you said well, you Kronos. You can say or Kronos. 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 But like their Q apostrophe is like a K, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but she said Kronos or Kronos. Yeah. But the but what, there's there no R. Oh wait, there's no R. There's no R in the word. So in Star Trek VI, the ship that they're flying on is Kronos One, but that might just be because the actor that said that didn't know what they didn't know yeah. that it wasn't Kronos. So you might I actually I think it is probably Kronos. Kronos. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Takuvma. It makes them all sound like Vok. Elmer Fudd. Lorel. I love Lorel. I'm going to Cuomo's. Oh, <laughs> like, I just don't like well, it. Well, no, it's kind of hard. It's a, it's a very hard. Yeah, I'm sure it's. Cue. I'm sure it's Kuonos. hard. I'm sure it's very hard. Yes, the language. The language is disgusting. The I did, <laughs> I did look up the chad chad dish ritual. Um, chadich. 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 Mm. I thought that was an L when I looked it up online. Apparently, it's an I. Great. The the line is, I accept with honor. May your enemies run with fear. And it was totally Patrick Stewart's idea that he should know the whole line in, in Klingon. That's cool. Well, you know, like you stayed up the night before, like, oh, I hope my old Worf picks me. I'm going to study real hard. And then when the Worf shows up and picks Wesley, he's like, damn it. Every I was, time. Well, I said what? he should have picked Data. If fighting mm. was a possibility, he should have yeah. picked Data. Data would have fucked him up. Mm. 
Well, Data could have just like done a windmill and killed all those guys. Picks Worf up by the ankles and just swings him around and beats them all. Yeah. <laughs> and then Worf gets his honor back for helping. That's right. <laughs> he was technically the one that knocked everybody out. I just picture like Data using him as a club and then gently putting him down. And then Worf just kind of staggers. Did we win? <laughs> Did I maintain my honor? Hits the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then Data's like, no, it appears you shit yourself. This is the Kelvin timeline version of this episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Too much fun is being had then. No, there isn't enough Beastie Boy music. <laughs> I don't know any of their songs. What, what even was that sound? I was, I was going made. for the like big yell at the beginning of the thing, but then my voice cracked. Hmm. She did say she'd woo anything. <laughs> so yeah, Picard in this. Picard. His, his whole involvement. Look, look, look at him fucking taking charge and doing whatever and, and not one bit of Riker trying to stop him. I mean, it does seem like... It's not just that, though. It, it seems a little ill-advised for a Federation officer to take such a prominent role in... Like, it's one thing if it's like being at the trial, but like... Rep, you know, representing somebody in a foreign political dispute. Yeah, seems to be a little like on the line. Well, the chancellor even. Well, but what about what about a mop time? That's not a political dispute. Yeah, that was just a wedding. That was like a fight at a wedding. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Every wedding I go to, man. Oh God. We're like Caliphy, Caliphy. Like God, really? This one too. <laughs> um... But yeah, I mean, like, because, like, and it's one thing if it was just, like, a straight-up, like, trial, but obviously the outcome of this trial would have huge ramifications on yeah. the political status quo. The peace between well, the Klingons and the Federation. Yeah, and the Chancellor brings that up, where he's like, Picard, you're gonna fuck everything! Yeah. Picard's like, That's no Riker's fucks job. given. <laughs> that too. Well, I, like, I liked his response, was like, you know, if you if you get involved here, you're gonna be, you know, the the, the alliance between... between you know, the Klingons and the Federation will be in tatters and and I like Picard's response just like, yeah, well if that alliance is built on lies, then go fuck mm-hmm. yourself. You know, that is the right response in this case. He handled it very well. It's a good thing so he now, didn't bring Troy. Picard could fucking blackmail the shit out of the fucking Klingon high command there. Well, Kempek? Yeah. Well the thing is Picard doesn't have. There is no proof. That's yeah. true. Because the the record. He didn't have a fucking like tape recorder. That's why they need data. Data has a fucking photographic memory. Right. Well, you see, they turned off their, you know, cams. Oh, yeah, their their badges should just always be recording. I don't know when um when Kirk was on not Tatooine. <laughs> wow, <laughs> fucking ice planet. That's what in the Caitlin's fuck was it? Uh, Hoth. No, wait, <laughs> goddamn it! Now I. <laughs> And that was... We're repenting. There we go. No, uh, guys, there... you're all wrong. It's, you know, the place that Yoda lives. I can't even think of the... Dagobah. Part. Thank you, Dagobah, Dagobah. Narnia. The joke keeps working. Um, Gallifrey. Yeah, so on Gallifrey, the, the fucking homing beacons on, on Kirk and Spock yeah. still... Not Kirk and Spock. Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, it's McCoy, just Kirk. McCoy is, all, the, is also the Viridian there. Patch. Sort of helping. Is that anything like a nicotine patch? Exactly. Only yeah. it goes on the coat. Your coat is now, has now stopped smoking. Good. <laughs> Who would wear an on-fire suit, Lana? Cosplay enthusiasts! What is that from, Archer? Archer. <laughs> but yes, no, there, there's no there's no proof. Just the word of a Starfleet captain and a man who has been dishonored. Yeah. So. I mean, and there's plenty of, like, circumstantial evidence, like the fact that the time code doesn't match yeah. the, the intrepid log. And, but again, um, this is data coming from... The Federation. Yeah. As opposed Ooh. to data coming from the Federation. Mm. And testimony. I was. I was thinking of which Pulaski is being a bitch. Circumstantial. Yeah, there's not a lot. Yeah. And again, like I said, I was saying earlier, the Klingons don't keep very good records. It's like, we're just going to assume his other son was there. We're going to assume the nanny was killed. It's mm-hmm. fine. Guess they, uh, big on, big on poetry and tea ceremonies, not big on paperwork. Well, it's interesting that, like, Kern's adopted father must have realized that some shit was up because otherwise, why why would he hide? Yeah, that's Kern? a good point. Like, why would he change? Maybe his he kind of knew stuff was up. He must have. How yeah. old would Kern have been? He said he was like a baby, right? Yeah, he said he was a year old. Okay. Klingon children age really, really fast. I mean, how long is a year on Klingons? So. Um, Klingon, like he would have been a toddler <laughs> when most children are. 
infants. Still pooping themselves. Kern's relationship with Riker was very cute to me. Mm. In that Kern eventually admits to everybody. And I think Riker was in the room, but I couldn't tell because the, 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 the no, he was, camera yeah, he work was, was weird. It was during that dinner. Yeah. yeah. And he admits, man, I had to stop myself from killing Riker. And Deanna gives this look like, I have that feeling all the time. <laughs> well, then she laughed, also laughed like uncomfortably I, I too. I think she thought he was telling a joke at yeah. first. <laughs> Some empath. Can't tell when someone's not kidding. Well, Some empath. Maybe can't tell Picard isn't Picard in the next episode. Some no empath, shit. which occurs to me, why is that bitch allowed at the poker games? Yeah, I know. I was thinking that. I was literally thinking that too. I was like, how are you going to tell me she can't tell when someone's bluffing? All right. So we're she, successfully segueing into allegiance. But here's the thing. She's not always there. So maybe she's only allowed to play like when she's on a fucking period and can't really tell what's going on. I mean... Which is most of the time, it seems. Oh, so yeah. Her, co- her co-workers just know she's actually not that good of an empath. They so give her some chocolate ice cream. <laughs> they so. give her chocolate ice cream and they're just like, here. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. I forgot how good this episode was. Sins of the Father or Allegiance? Allegiance. You like Allegiance? I knew, I knew how good Sins of the Father was, but I remember... I've seen this episode many times. Mm. and like I Nominated was, for I, an Emmy in makeup. I always just kind of thought I it was kind of a throwaway episode. But Normally watch, you need a Benzite but for But watching that. it again... I was like, oh, wow, this was actually extremely well done. It's well, very Picardy. It's very we well are, we written. We are at peak Picard. And, like, just, like, from the perspective of the writing, all of the shit that fake Picard does makes complete sense when you figure the mission that he was there yeah. for. Yeah. And, like... See how far this leadership thing will actually yeah, go. Yeah, like, like... Will they follow me to death? Like, Let's find out. Having Jordy basically do busy work, mm. like... Seeing how, like, can I motivate this guy to just do shit? Also bang Bev. Yeah. Oh, can I, how can, can I test the bounds of propriety with this doctor lady? They banged. They totally banged. See, what I kind of, I kind of Well, no, but you notice that, like, as soon as he got the data he needed from the data he needed, Mm. as soon as he, like, figured out, okay, this is, this is how far I can take it with Bev. It's like, all right, date's over, get out. Yeah. I'm just going to lean here in my purple blouse. Mmm, his nightshirt. It's one of those things where I feel like in earlier seasons, they would have done it as just like all the stuff that fake Picard Picard does was just to be weird Picard. Look, I've made Livingston wear a hat. Yeah, but like like, it it actually makes sense to consider why he was there, you know? He was there to, to test... How hierarchies work. And I want to do... see Livingston in the hat. <laughs> and things do escalate in a sort of logical way. At first, she's just like, Mr. Rika, there's a thing happening. I can't get into specifics. Yeah, sure. Very, you know, typical yeah, those, sort of Those thing. things happen. Star- on occasion. Starfleet is weirdly secretive about various things. Yeah, you know. That's right. It was what, that Romulan episode. Yeah. Kirk was a cunt to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, because they thought it'd be a good idea to pull that instead of sending a spy. Um, <laughs> yeah, send, send your best fucking captain. Yeah, and then it's, yeah, like I said, sort of just builds a little weird orders, kind of, and then like let's potentially cause an HR problem, and then like <gasps> let's have a sing along. Let's, let's admit to Wesley that you're his dad. I do like that he sort of eventually drifted his way to the one table where people seemed to know the words. Mm. Like, ah, you four, yes. Who the fuck knows the words to Heart of Oak? Apparently those four guys. It's from 1770. Well, at the Academy, you you followed up every toast with a song. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking songs. Like, like, what is the point of buying a round of drinks? (laughs) When there's no money? When there's no money. Right, that's (laughs) why the ale's for everyone. I'd be like, no, I'm having something else. I don't like ale. Fuck off. (laughs) I'm having wine. I'm in space version of... A.A. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would 10 forward? Wouldn't that be S.A.? Uh, because because 10 forward is where you go to to hang out with your friends. So everybody knows your name. Guy, if Guinan were there, she would have picked up right away that it wasn't the right Picard. Yeah, really. Where, like, was, was she on fucking vacation? I guess so. She it wasn't can, her shift. I mean, she She's can, like a timeless entity. You're telling me she needs to take a nap? She yeah. can detect wrong mm-hmm. universes, dead ladies, and fake Picards. You know what it is? Her, her species just has to sleep. Like 12 hours every two weeks. This was during her 12 hours. You should have said Fortnite because it's the greatest term for two weeks. That is true. Lists. Although now everyone's going to think you're talking about that video game. I know. As soon as I said it, Chris kind of blinked like he thought I was talking about Fortnite. Yeah. Like I was like, what's that going to do with it? Oh, right. That's a word. But yes, Ames, as you sort of alluded to in the intro. 
wonder what it was because it was so so much talking. Very strong hell is other people vibe in the cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, actually, today I ended up watching a Twilight Zone episode, which they're not sure if there was any influence in this episode or not, but I watched it anyway because why not watch more Twilight Zone episodes? Sure. Uh, called Five Characters in Search of an Exit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to spoil it for you right now. So if you don't want to want to know the, the end of Five Characters in Search of an Exit, tune out for a couple of seconds. How like old is that? Like 70 years? Listen, I still I still feel like I get spoiled on things when I when I uh, listen to, to us talking. So if there's five guys, there's a, a military major. Good burgers. What? Oh, five, five guys. guys. Jesus, five uh, guys. I, I was like, military major? No. Um, a clown, a ballerina, a hobo, and a bagpipist. Walk into a bar. Mar- no. I was just gonna say that. Stop. <laughs> no. Are, oh my God. are trapped in a room together, and they have, and they're trying to figure out how to get out. And most of them have reserved, them, have resigned themselves to thinking, well, this is just what existence is. All of existence is being in this place. Like we don't, like we can't prove that there's anything outside the cylinder because they also don't have any memories. Mm-hmm. But oh, no. the but the major gets there and says, we're gonna get out. We're gonna figure out how to get out. And he tries all these various ways to get out. And they realize, wait a minute, if we all stand on each other's shoulders, we can go out the ceiling because it's a it's an open top and it just looks up at the sky won't Mm. the person on the bottom be like crushed to death they made it work i don't know he crawls all the way up there he makes a little little rope out of a thing and makes himself a little gatling hook is that the right word grappling Grappling hook words are hard guys and he gets out and he's up on top and everyone's at the bottom saying what do you see how do you how are you gonna get us out what what's what is the world and he falls out and then it pans away the thing that they've been trapped inside is is a donation bin for used toys for for needy children. <laughs> and he was just a doll. So this is a prequel to Toy Story. It's yeah. basically a prequel to Toy Story. And then they throw him back in and everybody in the in the machine in the, the cylinder all have doll faces. Yeah. So this also feels sort of like Plato's allegory of the cave. What's that? You take people and you put them in the cave and Oh, and then you like... press down and they go out the extruder? Yeah, and they become like flattened pennies that you take home from a museum. What is happening? I was doing like a Play-Doh thing. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, you know, the allegory case specifically is if you have people who were raised in a cave and are like shackled in place so they can only ever see shadows, shadows, shadows. on a wall. And then one person somehow escapes and comes back to them with stories of what the world is really like. And they're basically just like, get fucked. You <laughs> fucking liar. I like the Twilight Zone ending, though. That's pretty good. It does explain the weird mishmash. And luckily, too, you know, since they didn't have any memories, the bagpiper couldn't bagpipe. Oh, no, he tried. He tried real hard to bagpipe. <laughs> but then the clown just stabbed his bagpipes <laughs> with the knife that all clowns have. <laughs> my clowned knife. <laughs> Smell my flower. Shiv, shiv, shiv. <laughs> oh, my God. Clowns are awful. Yeah. It was also... And the episode is also very so. the empath, because it's just people being experimented Yeah, on. that's what I thought. I had a vague uh, sense of that. Yep, yep, yep. The aliens were possibly more insufferable. If only the empath in this episode wouldn't talk. Yeah. How <laughs> corny were those stupid aliens at the end? Oh, their makeup, I hated it. I know. When I when I saw this episode that's, was nominated that's why they for, didn't for, get a, the Emmy. for an Emmy, <laughs> the, well, the first screenshot I saw was, was those two aliens. I'm like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, no but prob- everybody else looks pretty good. Yes, you're probably more for the Bolian and um, misery. misery guts there. Misery guts. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. The one thing that was a little off was him being like, you know, Picard, you've just been pushing everyone around since you've gotten here. And it's just like, you should be totally okay with that, coward. Yeah. True. Like, way to grow a spine at the worst possible time, you weird, wrinkly fuck. Yeah, and the and it is interesting, the mismatch, you know, how they chose, you know, Picard hits it pretty well with, okay, you chose me, a guy who's all about authority. You yeah. chose a guy that's fucking is completely subservient to any form of authority mm-hmm. and then you picked a literal anarchist mm-hmm. and a cadet well supposedly a cadet yeah and a fake cadet yeah i didn't realize that this is technically the second time we've seen a bolian is it when there was the one in there was one in conspiracy he was one of those captains that were discussing the threat oh, yeah, oh that's, that's right, right. yeah you know, they, apparently they, we see a lot more of them and yeah, their yeah, makeup yeah. changes drastically well all the guys are bald i just always assumed that they were bald mm. Only the males are bald? Well, I guess they have so. Male so I don't know. Baldness. I can't think of any other female Bolians we really see. Yeah, at the very least. Mott, Mott the Barber is one that we see. 
game. Quite a bit. But yeah, they definitely retain the blue and split, split down face. the face. Thing. I like that. Yeah. I like the split face. Yeah. Well, at least they're not black on one side and white on the other side. <laughs> yeah, no, they put work into the makeup. I assume, like, my assumption is that they, like, must molt, but they have to, like... Oh, Ooh, gross. Yucky. I like it. They unzip, maybe? I don't know. My bugs! My bugs! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Has nothing to do with molting and splitting in half. That's one does. We have nothing else to say on this episode already. Um, yeah, it was good though. It was good. I, I liked them. Good. I liked Wait. both episodes this week. Yeah, Troy, like I said, just you know, couldn't tell it wasn't Picard. Oh my god, she, she could. T- she noticed that he feel he was being detached from his emotions, but that's all she noticed because god damn it, Troy. But in- what I love is like right after he's detached from his emotions. Now we're going to have a sing song. Or was that after that? Either way, I thought it was. I don't remember. And who invites Worf to the mutiny meeting? Like, you know, like, he's not going to go for it. Like, why even bring him? Hey, Worf, you know how you feel more indebted than ever to him because of what he did for you on Kronos a couple of weeks ago? Yes. Yeah. Let's mutiny. No. (laughs) Wee! One bridge, one Picard. So many Picards. If only he'd said that. I did like, you know, at the end where it's like, yeah, yeah, you think you're all fancy because of your telepathy. I just had to give little looks at people. What now? You could just learn ASL. Yeah. I do like that Picard, you know, maybe maybe a little bit, you know, out of character. But not really. It was kind of enjoying it. Yeah. You motherfuckers enjoy that tube for a minute. All right, I'm done fucking with it. Yeah, the, the ending, the ending had this, the, the TOS, like, style... Joking lilt music. It did, it's yes. Like, really? I forgot. That we were going here. Otherwise, this was fine. But now it's... Yeah, it did. Not, I thought. The, I thought the whole in, everything from the reveal of the aliens was kind of weak in this episode. Yeah, and it didn't help that the makeup was so goofy and their outfits were so goofy. Yeah. I mean, they're incorporeal beings. Why did they need to show up in any form at all? Are they incorporeal? Aren't they? I thought they were supposed to be I thought they were trained. energy beings. Aren't no, they? I thought they were those guys. Yeah, uh, like I thought that was they them. They were identical twins. They were, I think they were identical I, With twins. weird little stumpy, like, two-finger hands. Yeah. Like, yeah, at first I thought one of them really has been holding up one finger, but when you see them in the <laughs> tube, they just have, like, uh, an index finger they, and a thumb, and then everything else is, like, a stump. They were given Picard gun fingers. Like, <laughs> yeah. you got us! Yeah. <laughs> They're weird fucking Mount Fuji heads. Yeah. Mount was, Fuji heads! Oh, my God. That was... Yeah, they're bizarro. Yeah, I didn't like the design. A regrettable part of an otherwise pretty, pretty solid episode. Well, that's the thing. I felt like both of these had kind of, like... We don't really know what to do now at the ending. Eh. But at least with, with the first one, with Sins of the Father, there's a sense of just like... It was weighty. Yeah, it's it like, ended, ended this has happened. Yeah, also, yeah, I don't think there's anything you could have done to end Sins of the Father differently. Like, what would you have? Joke like, I don't know, show Worf crying. A scene on the Enterprise or Worf returns to duty? Or... And Picard's like, Worf, if you need some time off. And he's like... No, sir. Reporting for duty. No, the, the answer is Data has to teach Jordy a new joke, and then you end there. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that was a good way. To, this one, yeah, it's... Aside from the lilt music, it was fine. But yeah, the, again, they're very TOS vibe for this episode in a lot of ways. Especially the shitty costumes. <laughs> yeah. Although, had it been TOS, they would have been a race of women, and their shirts would have been very low cut. And they wouldn't have been wearing pants. Probably. Probably. That side ab reveal. Yeah, but no navels. I love so much. Yeah, no, I gotta admit, in, in discussion, this episode is definitely better put together than I first thought. Like, I didn't dislike it, but my initial reaction to it was sort of like, this was fun and good, but I probably won't remember it in two years. But, well, that's um, probably still true. Jake, yeah, you probably don't remember what you me, had for breakfast you, today. You've convinced me it's better put together than yeah, I initially Yeah, it is a well-done episode. I, I don't think it's a particularly memorable episode. Yeah, I don't mm. think I'm sold on the, we have to learn about... The role of leadership in society. Well, I think like, the idea was that they That's just fucking Yarnick again, learning the difference between good and evil. Yeah. I think that's true. I don't know. I, th- I, like, I, thought, I like the idea of a completely non-hierarchical society. Mm. Mm. In a way, it, it gives you sort of a Binars vibe, too. Because mm, they were sort of a... They were a hive, not telepathic, but a technopathic mm. hive mind. and But they were also not dickheads about it. They're like bees. Bzz. But we don't know if they have a queen. Wait, who were not dickheads about it? The Binaries. Uh, they were a little bit dickheads. Didn't they, like, almost they kill everybody some, on the Enterprise? They pulled some dickishness to save their species. That's different than, we were kind of bored and wanted to understand hierarchy. Burp, 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 we got dumb hands. I don't know. There was never going to be dire consequences from 
what these guys did. Do you think now that they know how bad it, how how lousy it feels to be in a cage, do you think they'll try the experiment again? Yes, they will. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing weird too is that they they are seemingly extremely powerful and Mm. very dangerous. Yeah. They can replace anybody at any time with a near perfect replica. I want to see what happened on on Thal and Eskoth's ships with their with their fake versions of themselves. Oh yeah. The answer is no one noticed on Thal's ship because they're so fucking unimpressive. No, like he was like, hey, let's fight. Let's fight some let's fight back against something. Everywhere. No, let's not. Yeah, everyone is like like their mutiny is like, man, he's being really assertive. Should we take over the ship? Nah. <laughs> and then the other guy's ship, it's like he's like, let's let's start a hierarchy. Let I'll be the captain around here. How's that doing? And everyone's like, fuck you. And then tear him to shreds. Yep. And make, gonna... him, make him eat that that cube food. Cube food. The discoot. The How could he have told it was poisonous just by tasting it? The thing about poison is you usually can't tell by tasting a thing, isn't it? Maybe he just thought it was gross. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Because I, I don't know if he literally meant it was poisonous or if he literally well, meant to taste it like be, buttholes. But, 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 but then it became a plot point that... He might eat the space that he would, Frenchman. That he would have to eat the space, space guy. Space, space Frenchman? Frenchman? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the species that just surrenders to whoever yeah, space, comes along. The doormat species. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, not, not Picard. Do you think they had fear ganglia? <laughs> That's true. They are basically like Only on their proto-Kelpians uh, a little bit, aren't they? Because sort of the Kelpians, that was their story. Well, Kelpians just avoided... Being eaten. Be like <laughs> conflict and stuff, but it does seem like when really faced with it, they can nut up and... Shut up. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, Saru does because he's a badass. Yeah. With his fucking awesome club and hoof feet. Mm-hmm. But yes, no, there is an element of it. And there also, I feel like there's another species in... Oh! And then I was going to say it's another species we'll see, but no, it's a, there's a Doctor Who species, which is a very similar kind of like... They just tend to roll over and collaborate and just be like, yeah, whatever, just don't kill us. There's we shit. don't care one way or the other. <laughs> The shitty makeup on the aliens who were doing the uh, experimentation sort of reminded me of uh, Silorians a little bit. The way their mouths moved so poorly. Mm. I killed him. I have the leader now. I can't see that. That's all I could think of. <laughs> there's a there's a hierarchy for you. Wow. Um. Got another Doctor Who thing? Yeah. Okay, then I don't care. Rightly so. They're shit. Oh, they have their merits. What's the guy that looks like a potato? That Suntaran. is a Suntaran. Okay. Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. <laughs> also him. Uh, anywho, that's about all I got to say. Yeah, about yeah I feel like we all just kind of yeah, very little. Very two two really good episodes. The Sins of the Father is obviously yeah, it's a good the standout. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're both pretty good. Sins Bev, of the Father. Bev was fucking thirsty in Allegiance. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she did. You know, I was actually gonna say like, were it not for the trying to get the crew killed, fake Picard actually was better, like, <laughs> than real Picard in a lot of ways. Right, like he got along with the crew. He yeah, yeah, he sang you know, a song. He got laid almost. <laughs> Wore that sweet purple shirt. Yeah, cooked a mean risotto. Yeah, they well, they invited him to play poker with them. Yeah, like, he finally used that bitch and sound system of his. But I wonder, like, he bitch slapped Riker. Like for that was to another shit that, put a hat on Livingston because that, that was a, that could have been another element in the experiment too. Is like having the captain try to get close to the crew because mm. that's another thing that Picard or you know an authority tends to he keeps himself at yeah arms his crew at arm's length in a way that yeah. but like going to the poker game yeah or going you know going to 10 forward and singing a drinking song like these aren't Picard's things fucking inappropriate is what it is sure is cool but yeah I don't know I like both episodes as yeah well. me too solid entries week. solid entries what's uh, what's coming up next week well, since you asked, Chris, let me tell you. Speaking of Picard getting laid, Ooh, Captain's, Captain's Holiday! Oh, Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. I'd love to help, but I have no idea what you're singing right it's now. It's Everybody in the Club Getting Tipsy by... Nipsey Russell. Chingy? No, Jake. it's not Chingy, yeah. Chingy? Two. Here comes the three to the... Okay, anyway. Oh, yeah, no. Chingy was, um... Right there, right there. I like it when you take it. Right there, right there. See, that's what Picard sings in the Kelvin Timeline version yeah. of this episode. Yikes. <laughs> um, Kelvin Timeline. Oh. 
And uh, okay, so Captain's it's be Holiday. It's so many years before we get to talk about the fucking Kelvin timeline in full. And true. you can't wait, can you? I can and I can't. It's tough. It's so, like tough. I hate it so much. I mean, much. at the very least, we will all hate Into Darkness. I didn't. I don't Gross. think I hated Into Darkness. We have to darkness. do Into Darkness. Uh, we did TAS. We can survive Into Darkness. I don't know. Sorry. Anyway, Jay. Sorry. We into keep interrupting. Well, yeah, we do have Captain's that, Holiday. This is an action movie. That's all. And if I only had a heart. In Tin Man. Tin Man. Is that a Data episode? No. What? Uh, I don't know. Data's probably in it. Good. I don't know. As long as I mean, like, the, the titular Tin Man is not a reference to Data, is what I mean. Yeah. Tin. There's another thing in the episode that's that's a Tin Man. There we go. Cool. Or that is called Tin Man, I should say. Those two episodes and more next time on A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. Catch us next week when we do Tin Man oh, and Captain's Holiday God damn it. on A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. Where can you find us online? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Star to Steer Her By, Twitter, and Tumblr, SSHB Podcast. Facebook, search iTunes, Google, Google Tunes, and other podcast things. Hello, computer. Me, Jake. I, Chris. Yo, Ames. Ich heiße Caitlin. Oh, wow. That's Immer. a good one. <laughs> uh, Avita's in. <laughs> <laughs>